Episode 128, we're talking changes, off-season, professional bass fishing, late-season championship tournaments, and looking at some new soft plastic baits that just came in. This week, the Hell of Ass Bass Fishing Podcast is brought to you by Arsenal Fishing. Arsenal Fishing offers premium custom-made performance apparel and tackle, Arsenal delivers a wide variety of custom-designed baits, accessories, and tools, along with unique utilitarian apparel for all outdoor enthusiasts. As part of their support, you can use code HELLABASS15 to save 15% on all purchases at arsenalfishing.com to support the show. Now let's get back to helping you catch more bass and suck less. What's going on, everybody? HELLABASS live on a Thursday night. Critical Gravy laying down the hot comments right off the grate. I don't know why you want to go with that leaded stuff, Daniel. You gotta say your competitive fishing weight. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Here we are. Going solo show tonight. Gonna look at some baits. Gonna talk uh, some news and notes and fishing. Last night we had a scrimmage for my youngest daughter hockey, so that was out the books. Tomorrow night's out the books because I got to do uh, dibs, volunteer hours for hockey. <clears throat> so uh, tonight's tonight. I might maybe do a members only late tomorrow night, or maybe late Saturday night. So you members, stay tuned. Might do something there. All right, Brian says the audio and video is good. For those over at Facebook land, there is a star thing you can do. So if you want to try that out and check it out, that's a new thing over at uh, Facebook. Punch Fishing. He hates solo streams, but he likes tackle, so he's torn and he showed up. <clears throat> All right. So, yes, the big thing we're going to do tonight is I got I know, several weeks ago, got this package. and haven't got around to open it. It's, she's she's plump. She's thick. If you, if you all like them thick, you might like this one. Um, coming off uh, cooking with the meat man says drastic plastics are the bomb and that's what I believe is in the bag never looked at them myself but uh, yeah it looks like a turkey like a, a Thanksgiving turkey gone wrong or right or whatever so yeah that's what we got here um, Halloween just happened in the chat what is everybody's like when your kids go trick or treating What's the one thing you sneak into their bag, bowl, and grab for yourself? That's a good question. I do got a couple of peanut butter cups. We got these Franken cups. They're a little weird. They got green on the bottom. Kind of a little snack. Carl, Reese's. You can't go around with the Reese's. I don't know how I feel about these with the green bottoms. They still taste pretty good. I'm a big Reese's pumpkin guy. Reese's pumpkins, Reese's Christmas trees, they're really good. 100 grams, very underrated for sure. Um, for some reason, kids don't like them, but they're good. Tootsie Rolls is 100% a wrong answer, TC Bassin. I can go down with Twix. Tootsie Rolls are no go. I mean, they're okay, but why waste the calories? Ryan, you're starting to show your age. You're like a 35-year-old in a 50-year-old body if you like Almond Joy. I like Almond Joy, but that's an old people thing. I don't see paydays very often. Do they have those down in Kentucky, Tennessee? I don't see those in my kids' uh, bags. Mm. I disagree, Bass Assassin. The peanut butter cups with the pretzels are way better than the potato chip ones. <clears throat> well, cookies and cream. If I would have done this uh, opening, I could have handed out some of these on Monday night. Yeah, refrigerating 100 grand is a dicey, or freezing them, a very dicey situation. That's a good way to break a tooth. <clears throat> Gator says, just give me the sugar. <laughs> yeah. 
Butterfinger. Butterfingers were not, there was, my kids only had a very few of the tiny little mini, mini, like one bite Butterfingers. I do like a good, um, Snickers is a classic. That's a good boat snack. The peanuts, all that stuff for sure. <clears throat> um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see a couple other notes and nuggets here before we get too into the opening. Um, is the Omnia move is in process, so uh, you got to wait a couple days if you ordered something from Omnia or, or, or wait to order some new stuff. But if you do, there is a new code and uh, there is an Arsenal code. So thanks to Arsenal Fishing for supporting the stream and what you guys do for the channel. I always appreciate it. Check those out. I think they got some new hoodies in recently and some new stuff in. Um, I know they had reloaded a bunch of stuff for their Halloween sale. Yeah, and my, my kids scored a lot of full-size candy bars. Yeah. <clears throat> so. But uh, other notes, news. Um, so the MPFL, their final event's going on at Lake Kissimmee. Uh, what did I see? 26 pounds was eating that. So there's definitely the haves and the have-nots. I think, like, the top leaderboard, the top five all got, like, 20-plus pounds. And then, like, guys at the bottom have, like, two fish or two pounds. <clears throat> so, uh, kind of interesting event. I didn't see any of the covers today. I actually had work to do. I actually wrapped up a video that I'll probably put out this weekend. So, I got a tournament video coming out. I've been behind. I've been slacking on my um, regular videos. But we'll get going here. I actually got a weekend at home with the daughter and some hockey. And if I don't go fishing a whole bunch, maybe I'll get some more editing done. So, that should be coming up. Um, also, the t- uh, Toyota Championships going on in Gunnersville. Old Todd Castledine leading that with 21 pounds. So that's pretty cool. We'll see if Big Todd wins the Toyota Championship. Um, some other recognizable names in both of those events. Um, I saw an official article. I know there's been rumors <clears throat> that Bobby Lane was going to leave the BPT. Kind of piggybacking on our conversation last stream. Was that last week or the week before? We were talking about how the Big Five is not going to save or the, the Big Five bass limits not going to say the BPT in my mind. Uh, we covered about what I think they should have done. But uh, Bobby Lane is leaving the BPT. Your Red Crest champion is leaving the BPT to go fish the Bassmaster Opens. He's going to go fish all nine Bassmaster Opens to get back to the Bassmaster Elite Series slash the Classic. Cited in his article that he was best with his family. He missed the weigh-ins. Uh, his brother winning a classic has fueled him to really want to win it. And he wants to be the first one to win a red crest and a classic. So if that's true, or is that writing on the wall that maybe some anglers aren't super happy with the BPT? Um, <clears throat> so that's kind of interesting. Oh, Sean, you're the coolest kid, even without your grandma hooking up full size Snickers. Dove chocolates? Yeah, I like Dove chocolates. You don't see those in trick-or-treat bags very often. I like any of the darks, like the Milky Way darks. Uh, <clears throat> any of those, those are good. Depends how old your kids are and how wise they are, Chris. Uh, Brian says 25%. He was taking a quarter. That That seems steep. Every household's different, though. Uh, we're just getting started, Jim, but we're only, uh, what, uh, eight minutes in. So you ain't missed much. We talked Halloween candy, not much else. Yeah, there is some conflict. I know, uh, what's his name? Poche plans to fish both of them, but somewhere third, fourth event, he's going to have to make a decision, I think. Yeah. We'll get into the plastic in just a second. Um, that's true. Oh, well, I guess, uh, but Bobby Lane has won their other world championships they had. I think he won two of those. So he's won both. There was another world championship that came out of the Cups, whether you want to recognize that or not. Um, so I think that's what he was referencing in his article. <clears throat> um, I haven't, I, I used the bait fuel just a tad bit when it was in Brian Banger's boat. I don't really have an opinion on one way or the other. Old Bateman Baxter stuck at work. I think he's streaming tomorrow night, though, right? Aren't you? Don't you have a special guest? Don't you have Bertrand on tomorrow night, Bateman? I think. 
I'll be stuck uh, working dibs, uh, volunteering for a B2 squirt tournament, selling concessions tomorrow night. Fake fuel, says Sean. I don't know if I'll be able to mod. Only maybe later. I won't be able to get back till maybe like nine o'clock or later. Well, the good thing is, once you get that old, you can just go buy some of the candy today or tomorrow when it's gotten clearance. <clears throat> so, um, and then the last thing, let's see, the other thing I want to touch on Nixon has accepted a legend exhibition. So, Larry Nixon, the general, old Mr. Texas Rig himself, coming back to the Elite Series, taking a legendary exception or exemption. And based on everything I've been told by uh, Ronnie Moore and others, is. Uh, yeah, we're just talking about a big country. Um, and uh, he's going back to the elites. So that'd be cool. Uh, I think Nixon's still got some in the tank. I expect him to do better than Clun and Fritz and some of the others that have been um, fishing the elites. Uh, we had a question on simulcasting on the old TikTok here. And he says, to fish all nine tournaments to get in, how much will it cost, you think? <clears throat> See, entry fees are what, like $1,800? let us just call it two grand. <clears throat> so that's like 20 grand in entry fees and probably another 20, 30 in expenses to do all those miles. So it's probably a cool 50 grand unless you really want to skimp and eat PB and J and rice and beans and sleep in the back of your truck. We're talking, talking 50 grand to, to fish all nine elites. Um, so yeah, Couple people on TikTok saying they went out strip stri- striper fishing. Hopefully, it's not stripers, not strippers. Uh, got their limits. <clears throat> All right. Well, good luck at work. Uh, for those looking for their stream fix live tomorrow night, make sure you check out the Baitman TV on YouTube as well. Uh, so let's. Uh, I think that was uh, all I had on my notes. I think it's just time to get into tackle talk. We're going to get into this heavy sack. Does it have a weight on it? I should have weighed it. That's a flat rate. I have to guess this weighs got to be close to five pounds. One more peanut butter cup. Fuel the bait opening. That's how you know you're making it, Brennan. You get bots on. Means you're doing something. Co-angler AOI in the opens. Let me know. Shoot me a DM on that, Thomas. Mm. I think these are all made in the USA plastics. Wisconsin domestic market plastics, I think. Yeah. Can't go on. Reese's Pieces. What's up, Drastic Plastics? <clears throat> Yeah, we started a little late tonight, Frank, so you're uh, right on time. We're just about ready to open this up. Grab our uh, arsenal scissors here. Find an insertion point to start slicing. Uh, I don't know the full story on Drastic Plastics, other than that I believe they're from Wisconsin. They came from Oxford, Wisconsin, which I'm not even sure exactly where Oxford is. If you uh, hold up your hand, point to the map of Wisconsin. I'm not sure. Um, But I I didn't really get to talk to him. I maybe just said hi, but I saw his boat. He's got a drastic classics wrap. He was fishing the TBF semi-vermilion tournament up on Lake Vermilion. So he's a TBF angler out of Wisconsin. We kind of chat a little bit after he watched some of my videos. And, uh, yeah, he said, like, hey, can I send you some stuff? And I'm like, sure. So, um, yeah, Frank, you'll have to watch the replay to get the candy talk. <clears throat> but uh, So we're going to open this up, take a look. I did not peek. I do not know what's in this bag. Um, but I don't know if we can pull these out a little bit at a time or not. But uh, here is numero uno. This bag has a variety of things. We'll probably end up giving some of these away, to be honest. Probably get some hands in the viewers. I'll probably save some for the members. I'll probably save some to give to some high school kids or some 
I typically do a handful of like seminars or speaking engagements for like high school fishing teams. So I'll probably save some for those kids as well. So this first little bag here looks like they're all the same style of plastic. These are all certified swimmers. So these are like a little boot tail type swim bait, kind of a little, uh, maybe a drop shot swim bait. Um, or maybe something as a swim jig trailer, or maybe to fish on a little ball head jig. So <clears throat> we've got an all natural, kind of a translucent color here. So this is kind of a real finesse little swim bait. Almost reminds me of a small tactical minnow from Arsenal, to be honest. A little bit different shape, but that really slender boot tail does remind me of so i would even consider using these on like a small chatterbait or like a chatterbait mini max would be a good trailer um this is the all natural color so let's just read the, the package here drastic plastics was born out of a passion for being on the water each bait is made with you the angler in mind at drastic we are committed to the brand this means to ensure the same level of quality and ingenuity that goes into each and every product we produce. So there you go. Made in the USA. It says it's got fish sauce on it. Uh, so <laughs> what's up, Meg? I'll get you a visor. Just bring your favorite hat to the TBF semis next year, and I'll, I'll make you a visor. How's that sound? Um, so we got kind of a, a straight heat, which is kind of like a, it looks a little more orange when I hold it up to camera, a little more chartreuse, kind of a sun gillish type color. Uh, kind of interesting. And then you got kind of a straight white It's called margarita. Looks more like a pina colada to me, but, uh, Hey, that color is always good in swim baits. <clears throat> Gabe's in the house. What's going on? And then you got an all natural here. So there's two bags of the all natural. Um, so yeah, these are, I don't know, I could definitely see these using as like a finesse trailer, a little ball head jig, uh, drop shot minnow, um, all good options for this little swimmer here. This one says it's uh, kind of neat. Two of these colors have a little extra sticker on the bag where it says they're river certified. It's kind of interesting. That's kind of the first plastic. And so I believe these are all hand poured. Um, did a little bit of snooping <clears throat> around on this Facebook page. <clears throat> and uh, won't be able to see this on the old TikToks here. But uh, yeah, you can see kind of there's the there's the shop. <clears throat> So you got microwaves, you got plastics, you got glitter, you got uh, colorants, you got all kinds of things. So you can probably learn more on that Facebook page at uh, Drastic. That should be river certified. I, I kind of want to go back and fish the BFLs this year. Maybe that'll make me <clears throat> river certified. Cooking with the meat man says they are definitely all hand poured. Right, let's let's dig in. Look at some more baits. What do you guys think? I mean, any. Anybody, uh, I mean, you saw this bait. Am I missing any techniques that you would use this for that I didn't call out? I mean, for me, that probably would be like a mini max trailer or a drop shot bait more times than not. You could definitely use it as a really finesse swimmer, but uh, those are probably the, the, the two main ways I would fish it most commonly. Jake's got in the house. Kuda got his stream done. I started a little late to make sure you had plenty of runway to get your stream done tonight, Kuda. Didn't want to be infiltrating on your... Yeah, I can see an underspin. Yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> I don't think underspins a lot because for some reason, I don't feel like I get bit a lot um, in Minnesota on underspins. Like a regular swim bait on a jig head seems to get bet better here <clears throat> than underspins. Maybe that's just me. But that's just the vibe I get. 
Maybe it's our lack of shaft. All right. Bundle number two. Looks like we get the manatee. Well, there's a couple different things in here. We got some a few different things. Let's see, let's break these apart here. <clears throat> let's see, manatee grub, three-inch craw, manatee grub, craw trailer, thumper bug, craw trailer. So here's the three-inch. We got one bag of the three-inch craw trailer and a straight pearl. So that's kind of your, your typical craw chunk, flapping chunk, um, white. <clears throat> so in this white color, definitely would probably focus as like a swim jig trailer for me. Um, kind of a nice short body on that, the thread up or hook as a chunk on your jig. Um, <clears throat> kind of got, it looks similar to some other craw style. I think that the yum chunk maybe looks like this now, but there's definitely some kind of original ribbing on both sides or flanges on that that make it a little different it kind of makes it almost like a cross between some of the crotch chunks that are out there and a little bit almost like some flanges almost like a rage type style so <clears throat> a little interesting that's the three inch crotch chunk definitely could see that ricky good bed fish bait being that real short you could get a hook or a little jig head in there and you wouldn't have a lot of uh <clears throat> short strikers Right on. It is a little chigger crash. I can see that. A little bit different, but there is some some similarities. I don't know if this is this is the craw trailer. It says just regular. I don't know if that is any different size in the three inch or if they're just labeled differently. <clears throat> so this is the watermelon red. I think it's just a little bit. I think they're both three inch. One just a little bit different. Uh, annotation or notations in the uh, the labeling. But you can kind of see in that clear, translucent watermelon red there, you can better see those flanges than you could on the straight white. <clears throat> Definitely a good bluegill imitator there. Uh, I do sometimes of the year like this style jig trailer because you can put it on a flipping jig, which I don't know if I get, this is blasphemy, I don't think I have a jig handy. But, uh, you know, you can flip it, pitch it, but then, like, you can swim it back to the boat and uh, create a swim jig type action pretty easily. And so you can kind of hop back and forth between flipping and swimming and dragging with that style. And uh, you don't need to have two different jigs if you're kind of dabbling, playing the fence, not sure what the fish want. Do they want a swimming retreat? Do they want a, a dragon retreat? Do they want it vertical? So certain times of the year, having that flappy craw chunk is a nice option. <clears throat> and then here is, uh, I actually like this color the best of the three. This is their watermelon blue. You see a lot of green pumpkin blue, but you don't see a lot of watermelon blue. And that's a pretty good looking color. Of all the colors I've opened so far as a jig guy out of the Jurassic, this is probably the one I like the best. I have a lot of confidence in green pumpkin blues. I could definitely see this as something I would throw. I might have to... Might have to. Uh, <clears throat> this one might stay in the the hella bag. This one might be a a prototype tester for uh, for hella bass. Might have to try this jig junk. <clears throat> so there's the uh, the three inch, and now we got the thumper bug in Mitch's magic. I don't know who Mitch is. Anybody in chat know who Mitch is? Uh, Cooking with the meat man. Who do you know who Mitch is? So here we've got the thumper bug, which is a uh, kind of a little bit bandito bugish, kind of a little bit rage bugish in that family. A little bit different style appendages. It's definitely a custom mold, but it's in that that vein. <clears throat> this color is really interesting. It is kind of a green pumpkin brownish and it's got some purple hues to it i don't know how that really shows up you can kind of see it on the camera there are some hues in the plastic and then it's got kind of a a blue fleck to it but there's definitely kind of like <clears throat> purple undertones it almost kind of reminds me of uh the tilapia magic 
Um, it's got it, it. It's cool. It, it's it's more interesting looking <clears throat> than even the camera shows it in person. <clears throat> fish and Celsius, uh fish that in a heartbeat. The chunk, I think you could rig it as a pork or you could thread it. I'm kind of a threader myself on my jigs. That's how I like to do it. Uh, Mitch from Caddyshack. Did you get your package, Little Rich? Did it show up? I was a little late getting it shipped out. wonder if it made it to you. <clears throat> yeah, that watermelon blue in the back of a Magic Craw Bass Tech jig. I, I'm, uh, I'm bagging what you're mowing, Daniel. <clears throat> Stephanie Slayton in the house. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a a cool looking color. <clears throat> the Mitch's Mitch's magic. How many baits are in Mitch's magic? This uh, so so that's a ten count. I didn't really talk about the counts. The uh, the craw trailers were a ten count. The certified swimmers were a ten count. So far, all ten counts, which is pretty high compared to a lot of baits these days. I mean, you know. A lot of zooms are 10 and 12 counts, um, but a lot of other baits are like six counts, eight counts, four counts, things like that. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that on a swing head. I could uh, see the, uh, it's kind of a small bait. It's a little bit more <clears throat> compact than a, uh, you know, a bandito bug. It's probably, you know, you could fish this as a kind of finesse Texas rig, a small punch bait. You could kind of trim it just a little bit, fish it as a jig trailer. Uh, you could definitely put it on a swing head or a Tokyo rig, uh, things like that. <clears throat> he says he just opened it up. He says the boomsticks are already in the box. Go and fishing tomorrow. Right on. What's up, Amy? Hopefully you're selling some shirts. All right, and then we have the two packs of the manatee grub, both 10 counts. You have Space Ghost and Green Pumpkin. <clears throat> Space Ghost is a little bit of a wild color here. This is kind of a kind of a swirl, almost like a black-blue shad. You kind of think of the old black shad power worms, but then you kind of got like a, <clears throat> a blue fleck. <clears throat> Interesting color combination. They're a little bit all, a little bit. I mean, some. This one's a little more swirl. This one's more of a straight laminate. So that's kind of an interesting color. Definitely got that menace scrub vibe. Similar size. I don't know if I have any menace scrubs around here to do a straight comparison. <clears throat> I do have a rage bug that we can compare to the uh, the thumper. How dare I not have a menace scrub laying around here? Done unreal, but they're pretty close, similar size, a little bit different <clears throat> flange on it. Um, similar, but a little bit different. <clears throat> yeah, uh, a vile craw, but I would say it's closer to a manuscript than it is a vile craw. Uh, Fish and Southeast says that Space Ghost is dope. <clears throat> there you go. Maybe that's the inspiration, Frank. Ricky says that would work good in the ocean. Nice. We've made it. We're on big screen. <clears throat> um, can't wait to see your new shirt designs. People are saying they like what they're seeing. So here's the green pumpkin in the same. So nothing crazy here, but that's like an old standby. I would say this green pumpkin is a touch darker. Like it's kind of a melon green pumpkin, darker green pumpkin, which is kind of nice to have some variety. <clears throat> I don't sense a lot of salt. I haven't really noticed any salt. If there is salt in these, they're very light. So I would expect these to be, they feel pretty durable. <clears throat> like 
You know, uh, some baits are really heavily salted. They seem really soft, like they're going to tear up. These give me the vibe that they are a little more robust. Let me actually pull the old thumper bug out and do a size comparison against a rage bug so you can get a, a reference point here. So there's the thumper bug. Actually, really similar size. A little bit different profile on the body and the, the kicker legs on the bottom. As far as the, the, the striking rage bug is a little kind of more wider. Um, a little bit slightly different kickers on the bottom. But I would say the, the rage bug is a little softer and this is a little firmer, a little, little stiffer plastic. <clears throat> uh, only salts the stick baits. So if you guys got questions come up, I think you can probably just... Uh, Especially on Facebook, you can probably uh, at Drastic Plastics on there if you're watching on Facebook. Um, otherwise, if they come up, if you can just put the word drastic in there, I can try to put them up on the screen as well. Interesting. Well, yeah, down where you are, it's a lot more what June bug and black and blue. Uh, we're about 30 minutes in. That's true. Maybe you uh, maybe you could design me a logo, Amy, and I could uh, commission you for said work. <laughs> That's the best kind, TK. And if that one ever dies, what you can do is use it at a TV stand and set a new TV on top of it, which is the way to go. All right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, we got some some T-shirts. Interesting. We got a black XL and a green XL. So just kind of a classic cotton tee. Oh, it's kind of cool. They got a little on the little, little crawdaddy on the back. I assume the green one is very similar. Just a green color. I don't want to unfold it because I'm terrible at folding t-shirts. <clears throat> and then uh, one more bag here. We got some uh, another thing of thumper bugs. Kind of a fall craw. So you got kind of brown, orange. Which uh, TK was talking about how he could not live without brown and orange drigs in the fall. I used to throw more brown and orange in the fall. I've kind of gotten away from it. But uh, it can be a thing. And definitely at times, smallies up here do love some orange. And then uh, another manatee grub in the Inferno. Now, for those that like their fire crod, jackhammers, chatterbaits, bladed jigs, you might like the Inferno manatee grub. What's up, Florida? R. Jackson? Is that, uh, it's kind of a laminate with a fire red and then kind of a black red have a black neon top with kind of a flamethrower bottom on it. Kind of a cool color. So definitely some original colors here. This is not necessarily copy, cookie cutter, you know, copy and paste from what you see in the big box stores. All right, what do we got here? We got uh, another craw trailer and summer craw. little bit of variability in these to some degree so you get kind of that uh dark green pumpkin with that kind of chartreuse light green pumpkin underbelly a little more melony a little bit less chartreuse than some of the <clears throat> ones you see out in the market summer cross popular 
Owen checking in from Southern Minnesota on the old Tiki Talks. What's going on, Owen? All right. And then we've got this is a <laughs> drastic green. This is an original color. Check that out. It's like a, I feel like a honeydew looking, <laughs> but a little brighter maybe even. I would imagine that would make a pretty killer bed bait, that color right there. Something you could see, a little unique, something other than white. Uh, that's interesting. I bet you at certain times of the year, the smallies uh, would go nuts on that up here. Buy some t-shirts from TK so they can get a DVD player for Bean. <laughs> they missed the boat by not calling it sinus infection. Good call, Jackson. Glow in the dark? Do you think it really glows in the dark? It does not. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's a unique color. And then we've got some microplastics here. The microbug. I don't know if these are intended to be micro bass baits or more of a crappie bait. I think that's more of a pan fishing bait. Um, kind of a cool little bug. I assume that's more designed for crappies. I could be wrong. But, uh, that's what I would probably use it for. Or if you're into that real light line micro BFS stream fishing four pound line, maybe you could use that for bass. <clears throat> also, nope, 12 count for the micro bugs. Um, so that's all the plastics in the bang. Uh, Owen on the TikTok says, What's the story with you always cutting your hats? Well, this thing doesn't fit in a standard hat. So we got to create headroom. So if we take a, like a standard Bassmaster top of the world top caps hat and try to put that on this thing, it like just rides high and no good and just like topped out. And I don't know. It doesn't look right. <clears throat> Plus, when you're going down the lake, you just throw this over, throw it over the shifter. You always got a place to tuck your sunglasses in. It's really functional. People are missing out with the, uh, the visor gang. You could drop shot that. Yeah. I don't think there's any salt. I think they said the only salt there's stick baits. I don't think we have any of the stick baits here. So I didn't get any vibe on the, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that's, uh, that's the bag. So, Probably going to put a little uh, care package away. Uh, maybe I'll let the, the winner actually select what they want based on what they saw. Maybe they can pick like four or five bags of stuff to try. I'll throw it in a different flat rate envelope. Get that out. Try those out. Um, otherwise, pretty cool stuff. Interesting. It's not just... There's definitely some custom molds. Um, it's not just the same do it molds that everybody does so that's interesting and then there's some definitely some unique colors <laughs> yeah they yeah i or there for actually i have a a yellow one from a bass regional event it was just straight banana yellow, and it just had a little patch on it. <clears throat> Probably got made into a visor as well. <clears throat> I've got some bass visors, too. I don't know where they are. I actually have this one. This one's actually a made visor. This visor <clears throat> right here, actually, same reason. <clears throat> uh, I fished the... Uh, the Elite Series event as a co-angler that Derek Remitz won. And you had to have a shield. And it was either like, maybe they gave you a hat or you had to put a sticker on your shirt. But I ended up buying this from their merch store. Because it had just a little shield on it. 
So this is one of the few pre-made visors that I have. <clears throat> Doesn't quite have the same vibe, but it gets the job done. <clears throat> Speaking of free hats at uh, Divisionals, there was a time for about a year and a half that uh, Old Milwaukee supported your Bass Nation. And I have a handful of these in blue and red foam trucker hats. And this one actually is big enough to fit my ginormous dome. Like I can, and there's still headroom in that bad boy. One of the few hats that actually fits my head. <clears throat> yeah, not the same vibe. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's hauling for the, the hashtag gravy. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think it's going to be gravy. <clears throat> Squawk. What's awful? Have you seen the old Milwaukee hat? It's awful? Say it isn't so. Hmm. Who wants to win some baits? If you're on TikTok... You're going to have to get on Facebook or YouTube to win baits. <clears throat> Chest is pretty good. I still feel my ribs a little bit. It's weird. Um, not 100% still. That must have been before my time, Joe. <clears throat> they did not give away uh, Paps hats at the uh, any of the Panda Progs I fished. And I've been fishing them for... Close to 20 years now, at least 15. <clears throat> Remember, you can still wear a hood even if you're follically challenged with the visor. Uh, next week, Pickwick predictions on weights. <clears throat> I would say mid 50s to win it. That'd be my guess. Somebody will get like close to 20 pounds one day and then follow it up with some mid-teen bags to close it out. <clears throat> Let's see here. My favorite was the thumper bug. So I think we're going to do hashtag thumper. <clears throat> hashtag thumper. Let it go in the chat. Um, I think I'm going to try to get out a little bit. <clears throat> Banger wanted me to... He was going to go deer hunting. He wanted me to sheetrock his bathroom. And then he turns out he wasn't ready. So... Um, I am a single dad this weekend, got some hockey obligations, some child obligations, so I probably <clears throat> won't be going all over, but I might sneak out for a short period of time. Brian's going to fish Lake Minnewasha. He's going to get some revenge on it. I think he hit that up last weekend. We're going to have good weather. <clears throat> Water temps were still in the high 40s, low 50s last weekend. My Sunday was brutally tough. Um, I don't know why. Beautiful day for fishing. Brutally tough. Um, <clears throat> on me results wise uh, Dave I haven't started to look at holiday sales yet although actually one thing that I will probably strongly be looking at is a new editing computer uh, over Black Friday gonna avoid the deer hunters there you go yeah, I'm not a mutter. I only hang. I'm a specialist. <clears throat> How many people do we have in the stream tonight? Uh, over 80 on the YouTubes. <clears throat> 90 when you consider our Facebook friends. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, hashtag Thumper in... Uh, 
honor of the uh, the thumper bug. Go for Hayes. What's going on? Thanks for joining us. <clears throat> so I didn't have a big agenda tonight. Any other questions going on or um <clears throat> excuse me. Um probably almost always gonna throw a jig first. <laughs> um but there's a lot less cover in the water. I went to a new lake, had a bunch of amazing wood in it, and I couldn't buy a bite. It was kind of ridiculous. Um but probably chatterbait, jig, might tie on a bigger swim bait. <clears throat> Good reminder from Daniel. Doesn't cost you anything to hit the like button. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on YouTube. Helps us all suck less. Yikes. You missed out on all the good fishing, Nick. Hopefully you get some good fishing this weekend. Yeah, I, I have not gotten on a good jig bite this fall, but I you know, missed two weekends in Mexico, which probably was the prime time. <clears throat> that is pretty new. I want to say that's a week or two old, gravy, when they kind of redid a few things and they, <clears throat> yeah, they restyled some things. So that Zoom is relatively new. So you, you haven't missed the boat um, too much. But yeah, if you're on mobile, you can now like pinch and zoom your screen on YouTube. Um, hot bait. Can't say I've been on a hot bite. The the uh, <clears throat> the Minnesota rig was pretty hot on the lax last time I was out. Jigs have been okay. Swim jig is what bailed me out from getting a skunk this past Sunday. <clears throat> um, so the only A rig I throw is the Minnesota rig. Peasant fisherman, which is all blades and in, in one hook, <clears throat> should have a video coming on that pretty soon. I did not play with any of the new crack. I did not order any of them, uh, Phil. So I did talk to somebody I know, and they said they liked it. So I've heard good things about it, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I didn't. I did not pick up any of the. Uh, I almost ordered the A-Rig rod, but then I just thought my 746 did a good job. I am from Minnesota. Still live in Minnesota. I live in Lakeville, Minnesota. Go for Haze. New rods for next year. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. 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 I haven't really thought about it too much, to be honest. It's too early. We're like going into the off season, so <clears throat> I haven't really thought about it. I'm pretty good. I, I swapped out several rods this year, which means I probably owe you guys an arsenal, like a rod arsenal video, uh, updated one. So I should probably do that this winter. Um, <clears throat> definitely probably won't getting 10 more ecstasies. Uh, <laughs> uh, Phil says he felt them at the warehouse and they looked good. A little more texture, which is nice. Maybe that, that might be something. <clears throat> I might swap out one of the rods and look for one of those to uh, to try out that different cork pattern. Um, I haven't been invited, Lucas, but uh, if you know the coaches, you can then reach out to me. I would be glad to come speak to the Lakeville fishing team. Good drop shot rods. I like any of the two power Dobbins rods for drop shot. My favorite is the 742 in the extreme. I understand that doesn't meet everybody's budget, <clears throat> but that's my favorite. But Champ 702, Caden 712, Sierra 702, they're all pretty good. There you go. All right. I think it's time to <clears throat> do the drearing. So let's uh, let's let her rip. Thumper up to 45. That's a nice even number. See who's going to be the winner, winner. Everest, nineteen eighty four. What is that in the picture? It looks like a football stadium. What what football stadium is that? <clears throat> I can't quite see. Uh, oh, Longhorns, I think. If I'm looking at it right. 
Uh, Brian seconds that. He says he likes his Caden 712 for a drop shot. So, Everest, if you're on here, leave a comment. Let me know you saw this. And uh, then send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to rich at richlinger.com. And then we'll figure out what baits you want. <clears throat> there you are. So send me a note, DM, rich at richlinger.com, Hellabass, Facebook, YouTube. <clears throat> and we'll pick you some baits. And then the rest of them will probably get dispersed in other ways. Thanks, Jurassic Plastics, for sending some cool stuff. Uh, getting some, uh, giving us some content to talk about and uh, getting some baits in some people's hand to try. <clears throat> What's another comment I saw here? Do, 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 do. Somebody was asking, do I still use the 734 bladed jigs? Yes, Sierra 734 is my main bladed jig rod. <clears throat> it's always got a bladed jig tied on it, pretty much. Right on, my man. Thanks for watching. Hmm. <clears throat> I think this is going to be the, the lone... I'm going to keep these. I'm going to try these. I'm going to... Big plugs have been working good for Owen in southern Minnesota. Peasant Fisherman says he's been catching them monsters on the A-Rig. I'm going to try that. Throw that in the back of a bass tag. See how she looks in the water. <clears throat> the rest of it will be dispersed to Everett and others. There you go. Thank you, Jurassic. So if you guys are interested, like I said, this is not sponsored. <laughs> this was just kind of helping out a guy. Fishes tournaments, pours baits in Wisconsin. Want to show off some of the stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, if you want to check it out, I think the Facebook page is a good place to start and uh, check them out. I have not made it over to Green Bay. Um, I do want to get over to Sturgeon Bay, but I have not. I've been to, uh, you know, Winnicani, Winnebago several times, which is pretty close to Green Bay. Fishing wise, but not actually <clears throat> on the big lake. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. I know you reached out to me. We could do the same thing. Uh, <clears throat> you just caught me in a busy time of fishing season and a lot going on. So we could definitely throw some of your stuff up here and, and do a giveaway as well. I don't know. So what, I have a big agenda tonight. Uh, we covered the news tockets. What do people think about <clears throat> Larry Nixon coming back to the Elite Series? Are we excited? Are we uh, bored with old guys on the Elite Series? Um, things like that. Uh, I don't think I've fished Clear Lake near Wasika. I've fished down around St. Peter and Mankato and places like that, but I don't think I've been on Clear Lake. Uh, we already... We already did the giveaway, Tim. You just missed it. <clears throat> we gave away a bunch of uh, drastic plastics. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Former guest Brad Holman is back in. Uh, John Sukup, uh, live guest, back in. <clears throat> Several other. We should probably do a rundown on that. We could. I could pull the the qualifiers up. We could talk about those real quick. It's not a bad idea. That kind of. Well, that stuff went down when I was in Mexico. <clears throat> Let's see here. I'm sure they got how to. How bored is anybody <clears throat> excited about the Redfish Cup that Bassmaster is covering? Because that for me is just a hard pass. Like, not interesting. I mean, it's not redfishmaster.com. I don't know what else to say. <clears throat> uh... Is there like a single article that kind of covers everybody that made it? I don't see it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Looking for an article. <clears throat> hmm. All right. I think Ronnie Moore had a list on Twitter. Let's try that. 
I don't see it. I thought it would be easier to find, to be honest, Rusty. Yeah. You can always give people stuff away. <clears throat> I don't know. They haven't announced that. I've not seen a roster. Um, as far as uh, the final roster for the Elite Series. <clears throat> I, I think they have to wait for all of these new anglers to accept their invites and pay their deposit. And then I don't think many people got cut though, because a couple people retired um, <clears throat> and they expanded the field from 90 to a hundred. So that took the pressure off some of these people. Um, Cause like Jay Yellis retired, Fritz might've retired. Ronnie tweets a lot. A lot of uh, Arizona Cardinals chatter. Maybe he didn't have it. All right, I can share this. <clears throat> It'll be enough to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat is like weird. Horton is not going back to BBT. He retired. <laughs> I like your thinking, AJ. I totally agree. I feel like they're missing a big opportunity to really publicize the Bass Nation with their changes to the Opens. So, in the Northern, you had Alex Weatherall. He's been a guy that's been added a few years in the Opens. He's actually been close a few times. Uh, Fujita, I hear he's like a finesse specialist. And then Keith Poche, technically qualified to the Northerns first, but he was your overall AOI winner, uh, fishing all nine. Keith Poche says he's doing both the Elites and the BP2. So, but I think there are some schedule conflicts that will not allow him to do all of them. So he's probably going to have to pick and choose at some point. Bryant Smith, I believe he's from California. I think he's a guy that fished the NPFL. Um, Cooper Gallant from Canada. He's buddies with Gussie and a few of those guys. He had a really good Southern Opens. Been doing it a, a year or two, I think he's been chasing it. <clears throat> Fishes out of a Lund, much like Gussie. Um, he actually has a YouTube channel where he kind of documents <clears throat> his chase for the elites. And then Joey Fuentes, uh, he's been uh, started as a co-angler in FLW, went up to an angler, uh, <clears throat> can kind of been doing the major league fishing big five and the opens for the last couple of years. And I think on his second or third attempt, qualified to the Southerns. And then you got Cole Sands, who I don't know much about in the overall points. I think he must have been second or third. I want to say that Kenta Kimura actually qualified in the <clears throat> overall, but he was already an Elite Series angler. David Gasson, I believe, is an NPFL angler. I don't know much about him. John Sukup, we've had on the show before. Um, <clears throat> he, I think, actually ended up number six in the AOI overall. So there was three double qualifiers. Poche, um, <clears throat> Kenta Kimura, and at least one other angler. Um, I don't remember who. might have been Cooper Gallant. Um, and it went down to six. So that's that's how John Sukup got in. So he won two MPFL tournaments the first year. Um, and we had him on earlier this year after he had two back-to-back top tens in the, the first couple <clears throat> uh, Bassmaster Opens. I guess I hadn't heard that lightning musky. He does? I thought he was out of a one. Maybe I'm I could be wrong. <clears throat> All right. Several people saying he fished out of nitro, so maybe I'm completely wrong on that. 
Yeah, he's all Cooper is also in the classic because he won Cherokee. Um, and so <clears throat> I think it ended up being <clears throat> Hallman, Latuso, Norsetter ended up being the three in the central. So Hallman won the points, and then Latuso and Norsetter ended up pushing Niggermeyer out, and Niggermeyer was the first guy out of the opens, but I think Niggermeyer actually qualified for the BPT. So I think expect to see him in the BPT. So those are your new Elite Series invites, assuming all of them accept. And uh, that's the the people coming in. I don't know who's leaving. They haven't really published that. I don't know. There's a couple people leaving on their own. I don't know how many people are actually going to get kicked out. So we will see. Probably have to give Bradley a call. I feel like Cooper would be a good one to have on. Um, who else of those would we want to have on as guests? <clears throat> well, that's cool. <clears throat> Matt Steffen's going to review one of your resin dates. That's cool. Yes, Poche made the classic for winning the red. <clears throat> um, I don't think any of the other ones won an event that qualified. Jamie Bruce got screwed by his... I guess I don't know the story on that one. All right. God, we've only been on an hour. Went quick. We ripped through those baits fast. Yeah, I wanted to kind of let Maddie kind of have a little bit of a break, but we definitely could be... uh, We kind of talked about that. I, I ran into him when he was swinging through before lacrosse and we kind of talked about doing a recap. So that that's a good call. Now that he's had time to settle down, he finished his heart well open, you know, hopefully he's, I'm sure he's been hitting the pavement hard, trying to get ready for the next year. So you know, sometime this off season, it would be good to get Wong back on. Actually, and he's fishing Pickwick next week. So um, we'll definitely wait till he finishes up there because <clears throat> he'll be fishing next week on Pickwick as the defending champ. All right. Well, I think we're going to keep it short and sweet tonight. I didn't get a lot. Uh, maybe do a members only on tomorrow night or Saturday night. So keep keep an eye out for those for the members. Um, and uh, if you came in late, you can uh, check out the replays on Facebook or YouTube or been a lot of people uh doing more and more mp3s the dream guests i reached out to hackney a couple times i feel like that would be high on my list um your dream guest would be denny brower tk um but i feel like hackney pretty high on my list of like anglers so i don't know there's probably some other really cool ones but he'd be up there for sure <clears throat> Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely a league that Frankie's runs that fishes like the Chisago area. <clears throat> I don't remember if Greenhorn has a weekday league. Um, but asking in the bass heads is a pretty good one to find a league. Yeah, I don't don't think so. Gravy. Tim, you don't need to meet Keith Combs. You can just watch Tin Horse Monty. It's pretty much the same thing. They're they're like the same. (laughs) We should have uh, tracked him down at lacrosse. That would have been 
Oh, let's say no, you're uh, you're down Carolinas. Are they coming over? Aren't they fishing Murray next year? You can hunt them down at Murray, Tim. That shouldn't be too far from your house. <laughs> what? Yeah, Combs to get in the classic. <clears throat> yeah, we're definitely uh, Brian Punch is coming. We're doing a, a big giveaway at uh, right around Black Friday, so that'll be a good one. So if you're not subscribed, do the thing where you hit the bell, notifications, all that stuff, so you don't miss anything. <clears throat> yeah, Epic Eric would be good. I haven't I haven't uh, bugged Epic Eric in a while. What would we want to talk to Epic Eric about? Like, what's the topic? Last time, I think when I had him on, I went through a bunch of old tackle boxes. What would be a fun topic for Epic Eric that hasn't been beat to death by other people having Epic Eric on? That's the question. What's the unique angle? I mean, Epic Eric is good regardless. Like, he's just fun to have on. He's got a positive energy. He carries the show. But it'd be nice to have a unique angle to make it even a little more fun. All right. Good night, all. As always, here to help you guys catch more big bass. Suck less. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As always, thanks to all of you that hung in till the end of this podcast. This has been another episode of Hellabass Bass Fishing Podcast Experience. Please consider sharing this with any of your bass and buddies and friends. This is the best way for podcasts to grow is through word of mouth. Also, don't forget to search Hellabass on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, or just about anywhere else so that we can connect in more ways. As always, here to help you catch more bass and suck less.